All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time, and we are joined now by Ricky Thompson. Ricky, good afternoon. How are you? Good, guys. How are you all? Doing terrific. We appreciate the time today. All right, let's let's just go right at it. Uh, well, let's start with with Charlie Brewer. Your thoughts of Charlie winning the job uh, in in his transfer situation? I think it's great. I'm not real surprised by that. I think last year. Anybody that watched closely could tell that Charlie wasn't healthy. Uh, I don't. I don't think he was healthy when the season started, and I know he wasn't when it was over. So, uh, I think both concussion-wise, and I think there was a shoulder issue I, that was never talked about. But Charlie's arm was not as we had seen it in the past, and I just think with that he really struggled and. I think, remember, too, guys, Charlie spent a lot of time running to his wife, and that makes a difference back there. And uh, I, it's really a shame that some of our own people got on Charlie after everything that he's done. But I, I think it was a good move for him. I think it was a good move probably for even Baylor. I think clearly uh, we would have been in better shape going in knowing that he was going to be the starter if he came back and he was healthy. But also, you've got the mix these days of transfers. If he comes back, do you lose two guys? I don't know. I think you might. But I'm really happy for Charlie. I'm glad he's starting. I hope he stays healthy, and, and I hope he has a really good year. And then, of course, here with the Bears, uh, Bohannon named the starter. And, and now things can start to develop around him. And, and for lack of a better term, this can start to be his football team, right? That's right, and for Gary's sake, I hope that works out really well. He's such a good kid. He's worked really hard. He's been as patient as you can be in a situation like this, and he's uh, he's a smart kid. He's worked really hard to learn this offense, and I tell you what, guys, Saturday in the scrimmage, he threw two of the best deep balls I've ever seen. Now, Saturday to scrimmage isn't Saturday at a game, and there's a difference. We all know that, but those were two really, really good throws. And the other thing it seems to me is that these kids on offense really like him. They like playing with him. And I don't know if that's personality. I don't know if it's the fact that every now and then he takes off with the football and makes a great run and he doesn't dodge people when he does it. He can run over them and buy them. Uh, I just think all those factors that go into being a good quarterback Gary has. Now, he's got to prove it on the field, but I'm happy for him that he's got that chance. And from what I saw Saturday, it was the right decision for right now that Gary Bohannon starts against Texas State. What does Sean Bell and Coach Grimes do to keep the other guys uh, locked in, focused in? Because somebody's a snap away, as as you know. Yeah, and that's not easy because those kids wanted to play, and I think, fair enough, as it was, that was a true competition. I don't think anybody knew who the guy was going to be going into camp, and it ended up being Gary, and those other two guys want to play. In the case of Shapin, you've got a redshirt freshman. He knows he has a lot of time left. Uh, Zeno, sophomore, uh, not quite as much time, but – I don't think – how long has it been since we've had a quarterback take every snap, guys? It's been a while. So, one of those guys, if not both of them, 
sometime during the year are going to play, and they may end up playing a lot. And I think that's Sean's job to keep them ready, keep them alert. And I've got a lot of confidence in Sean. I've watched him work with these guys, work with the quarterbacks. And I think we're really in a good position and fortunate to have him back there. But it's a job, and we all know it, to keep backup quarterbacks happy, much less ready to play. Those are two different things, and I think you've got to keep them some of both. With uh, Ricky, with all the uh, defensive returners um, coming back for the Bears this year, how much are they going to lean on that defense, especially early on in the year? Well, I I think they'll lean on them all season. I just think if this defense plays anywhere near as they did last year with the talent they have coming back, 10 starters, and then Apu in the middle on top of that, if we stay healthy, they could be really good. I mean, I think everybody in the country has said there'll be a top 20 defense. I'm not really sure what that means, but – I think they're going to be pretty good. And I remember last year, Oklahoma and Norman, we really shut those guys down like probably no one else did. If we would have had any offense that day, that would have really been a game. It was anyway. But if we would have been able to move the football and put points on the board, uh, OU would have had a tough day. So uh, I think we'll rely on them all season long. I'm really looking forward to it. It's their second year in the system. Uh, There's – a ton of experience back there, and if they stay healthy, I think they can be really good. Talking with Ricky Thompson uh, from Alliance Bank of Central Texas and, of course, the uh, sideline analyst for the uh, Baylor Radio Network. And, Ricky, uh, Coach Aranda said that this week basically was, I guess, a dress rehearsal, if you will. It was a walkthrough. They they treated this week like it was a game week, even though there was, there's not a game on Saturday. Uh, in in preparation for game week next week, what does that look like? I mean, what what exactly did they get done this week? Uh, and then did they? You think they put in the entire game plan? I know that he t- probably talked about Texas State and maybe even put some stuff in for yeah uh, this week. But did they put the whole plan in? In in your opinion, is that what you do when you do the walkthrough? I, I doubt it. I think more probably what he was talking about is what does a game week look like? What does Monday look like on game week? What do we do Tuesday? What do we do Wednesday? What do we do Thursday? And I think that's more what they were doing as how long is our workout on Tuesday? How long is our workout on Wednesday? Is it this much offense, this much defense? And then what do we do on our Friday before game day? How do we handle that? I think it's more of just a preparation of what a game week looks like. I don't know that it's necessarily – the actual plan, I would be very shocked if part of it wasn't. That's that's the advantage of that first game and having this camp time is that I would certainly have expected some of this week to, be, to have been spent on Texas State, but not all of it. I think the final planning will be done next week. And fortunately, I hope that, too, we've had time to, if there's any little nagging injuries, to, to get over those and get your legs back. Uh, camp's tough. You lose some of the strength and uh, just your legs are tired, your body's tired, and I'm hopeful that this week was partly getting some of that back. All right. Now, I know you're busy. Are you in? Are you going to get a chance to go see some high school football tonight? Well, I'm not. 
I did look at the list of games uh, this morning, and man, there's <laughs> games everywhere. I we know the local schools are playing. Uh, that's all fun. I guess the one that stuck out to me some was Temple and Westlake. Uh, yeah, Westlake what ranked number one and one of the polls I know that I saw. So that could be a heck of a game for game number one, guys. That's that's a pretty good draw, Temple and and Westlake. So it's just fun to see it all back, man. It, watch the scoreboards tonight at what ten thirty or eleven on the news. It's it's here when you start high school football, and it's a full slate today. Now, will and I'm gonna jump back to to, to Baylor because I'm, I'm I'm always fascinated by this. So next week, obviously, is game week. Does that start on Sunday for these players, or does that start on Monday? Nah, I bet it starts on Sunday. I think it'll be similar. And, and again, we're going back to they're going through their week of a game, and if that's the case, Sunday's always film day. They loosen up. They lift weights, go to the trainer, get any type of treatment that they might need. And I'm betting with this, too, the film work on this one, since there's not necessarily going to be a scrimmage, the film work is going to be Texas State. So I'm betting Sunday is full-out Texas State, getting ready to go the next Saturday. And, man, that's close, 6 o'clock next Saturday night in San Marcos. <laughs> and I, we talk about that. It, it's fun. Some of these games, you wonder why you play at Texas State. I think we take advantage of it and have a huge crowd. This this needs to be like a home game on the road, guys. A little bit like SMU several years ago when you look at them and said, man, is this in Waco or Dallas? I think that's the way this needs to be. We need to have a big crowd down there. And I'm going to be surprised with the fact that these stadiums are open now. I'll be really disappointed if we don't have a really big showing in San Marcos next Saturday. Hey, Ricky, let me just tell you, we're going to treat it that way. Uh, you know, as you know, we do an ex- extended pregame for the home games out in uh, out in Touchdown Alley or, or you know, the tailgating area and all that stuff. Uh, we're going to be in San Marcos. We're going to be with Doug Birch and his group, and we're going to be there with a, a two-hour pregame show leading into your two-hour pregame show. Well, that's all. I'm, I am really glad to hear that. I think it makes a difference. I bet there's a huge crowd at your tent and at the pregame. I hope so. I know sometimes J.J. and I come over to that tent and do some pregame talk about game planning, so we may even be there. I, I just That's that's exciting. I, I think this is fun, and I, I'm kind of taking this to the other side. People wonder why we're playing on the road at Texas State. I kind of like it. It's a road game, yet I think we'll have a huge crowd. So I, I'm excited about the way it opens. And, you know, guys, going, we're, we're talking ahead, but – Something that's going to be fun about this season is that mid-year BYU non-conference mm-hmm. game at home, particularly with all the talk about some conference realignment and things you've heard and uh, hear and teams you've heard of. I think that's going to be a big one, guys, riding in the middle of October. Staff familiarity, maybe? <laughs> uh, just a little bit. <laughs> maybe an offensive line coach and offensive coordinator. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I so, think so. And with seven home games, and as you mentioned, Texas State, if we want it to be, can be a home game. You're literally looking at about eight home games, you know, and, and shoot, that's uh, that, that's good stuff. Well, it is. Uh, you've got the two outliers there, Texas and OU, both coming to Waco. Uh, I'm sure that our student section will have a few comments on that for the visiting <laughs> bench. That'll be fun. Uh, but – 
not often do you have seven at home and then another one uh, 90 miles down the road or 120, whatever San Marcos is, not very far. But uh, just what a great schedule really is. I think this is six home games normally, seven, another close. Then we have, what, KU, Kansas State on the road. Uh, what's the other conference game on the road? I'm blank. We've got Iowa State here. Uh, Oklahoma hey, State. Where's West we Virginia? Oklahoma State. So those yeah. those three are really the the distant road games, Oklahoma State and the two Kansas schools, and that's it. All right, Rick. I appreciate it. And uh, you're right. Uh, next week we we start. We'll start breaking it down and letting you give us a game plan and. And we'll do those kind of things. Hey, talk a little bit about Alliance Bank of Central Texas. What's going on over there, and and uh, what what do folks need to know about that 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 uh, that nice, beautiful facility? Well, I tell you what, we've been out here. I guess it was a year in March, so what, about eighteen months. Uh, the first year of it actually had the lobby closed. Believe it or not, we were all in the middle of COVID, as we still are. Our lobbies open. We're excited to be out on this end of town. Uh, not many people know it. We're in the process of going into the Temple Belt and Clean area, too, which is in your listening area. So for those people over there, they'll have Alliance Bank Central Texas as part of those communities soon, and we're really excited about that. Yeah, it's fun to watch it grow. Hey, Rick, I appreciate your time today. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, have fun tonight calling football. <laughs> 